Oh, people, are you in for a treat? Check out this goodness. You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Oh, friends, we are back for another fun-filled week. And as usual, I'm kind of excited by today's topic. Super tactical, to the point, something I used to spend a lot of time thinking about how to do, how to manage. And so I thought I would share my thoughts with you on all things Instagram link in your bio. Over the weekend, I put a quick poll out on my Instagram stories asking if you would be keen for a bit of a show and tell around websites. I want to do something like a weekly website audit where I'll pick one of you lucky divas. Jump onto the website and give you two or three super actionable tidbits, super practical can-do ideas for elevating your website to the next level. As you know, I firmly believe your website is the most important, powerful, and influential tool you can use to grow your flower business. It is the thing that can take the place of having a physical retail outlet. It is the thing that can demonstrate your expertise. It is the thing that can put a persona out there of legitimacy, professionalism, can do when you're first starting out. And something that I fully embrace is the idea that your website is never actually done. Your business evolves, you evolve, your product offering evolves, your services are going to change, your aesthetics are going to change, and we fully adopt the mindset that it is a perpetual work in progress. And I highly recommend that you do the same thing. And we got our website up and running three years ago and had a quick look back at the numbers. And I think it was last year, but it did more than $150,000 of transactions just through the website. So it can be an incredibly valuable tool. You simply need to know where you're going and what you need to do. And I know what it's like to be trying to sort through all of the things on your own. And I'm more than happy, as always, as you know, always happy to share what we've learned, what's worked, what not to fuss about. And going through the process of people responding to the poll on Instagram this past weekend around whether they would like to jump in for an Instagram, I shouldn't say that, for a website audit, got me lost in the interweb tubes, looking at people's websites, figuring out where I got directed to, and realizing that there could be some value in me talking about how to make the most of your link that you are allowed to have in Instagram. Now, 
you may see it as a constraint, as a challenge. However, I see it as a major opportunity in the fact that you only have one active link in your bio. This also assumes you have set your bio up as a business bio and that you're not running your business Instagram off of a personal setting. So just making the grand assumption that you have set up your Instagram profile as a business. If you have set your Instagram profile up as a business, you will get access to some really cool analytics and you will have the opportunity to set up a live link, a contact us sort of scenario. There are so many good things you get with your business profile. So up to you whether you switch it over, but I am talking to all of you Instagram people out there who have set up your business's Instagram profile as a business profile. The question that you're going to be asking is what link, what live link, what URL should I have in my single call to action within my Instagram? And if you are in my business masterclass, you will be learning very shortly about this whole notion of the path to purchase and we'll go into it in great detail. However, in this instance, in this instance, I am going to simplify it and tell you that every single person who goes out to buy something, yourself included, goes through a journey. You go through a path, you travel along a path to get to the point of finally making a decision to purchase. Your decision to purchase is not necessarily always an instantaneous decision. You go through a customer journey, you move along a path to purchase. In the world of business and marketing, most often this path to purchase is also referred to as a sales funnel. So it's referred to as a sales funnel because it's in the shape of a funnel or an upside down triangle. It's in a funnel because what you're trying to do is load up as many potential customers at the very top of that funnel and then you are going to guide them through a decision-making process which will ultimately lead the right customers to then buy from you. If you imagine your upside down triangle, if you imagine your funnel, at the very top of your funnel is this thing called awareness. That is, your customers need to know that you exist. They are going to then move down the funnel one step towards this thing called inquiry, right? So lots of people are going to learn that you exist. Not all of them are actually going to inquire with you. And then they're going to move down the sales funnel one step further, and they're going to buy something from you so that they drip out the other end of the funnel through the sales transaction. So what you have is your triangle, your upside down funnel with awareness at the top, and then your customer's going to move through to inquiry. And then if you play your cards right, if you manage that customer correctly, you will then get the sale. 
So your funnel is wide at the top and then narrows as you go from awareness to inquiry to sale because not everyone who is aware of you is going to inquire and not everybody who inquires with you is going to be a valid sale. This whole idea of a sales funnel is what drives business. It is so important that you understand that there is an entire strategy, an entire process, a lot of brouhaha around understanding and maximizing your customers through every phase of the sales process. Think, for example, if you were to go out and decided now is the time to buy a car. That sales process, that sales funnel that you're going to move through, in many cases is quite onerous. You are going to do a lot of research and understand, okay, what kind of car am I looking for? What sorts of problems do I want my car to solve? What sort of budget do I want to spend? What sort of color would I like? How many doors does it need to have? How, what sort of mileage is it going to have? Is it an automatic? Is it a standard? Is it a hybrid? Does it run on diesel? So many questions that you're going to look through and you're going to evaluate all of your options. You are not necessarily going to go out and then test drive every car that has ever existed on the planet, right? So you are going to go out and become aware of your options. You are going to evaluate your options and then you're going to take action and you're going to inquire only on a handful of those options that you have set out in front of you, right? You're not going to test drive every single car on the face of the planet. And then if all goes well, you will eventually land on one and then you will buy one. It is entirely possible that you test drove seven vehicles. It's entirely possible that you put active consideration into 25 different cars. But you going through that decision process is you very intentionally moving through the sales funnel. Your customers do exactly the same thing when it comes to floristry. You just may not know it. So there is this whole phase that clients go through in terms of increasing their awareness and they evaluate all of their options. They look to the internet, they look to social media, they talk to their friends, so they talk to their moms. They turn to all the different places, increase their awareness of their options, and then they will start to evaluate their options. And hopefully, if they're the right kind of customer, they're also then going to inquire with you. You then have the opportunity to move them through the rest of the sales funnel in a way that suits you. You absolutely can have and own and control your customer journey, the customer sales process. And you might think, Kathleen, what the shit does this have to do with my Instagram link? Well, friend, everything. Because what I want you to think about is where in that sales funnel is your customer.
where your customer is may depend a little bit Where your customer is through the sales funnel is absolutely going to depend on the type of floristry and the services that you provide. The journey is going to be different depending on whether it's for a flower delivery for today, if you're working on a large scale corporate event installation, if you're setting up a flower crown hens weekend workshop, if you're coordinating flowers for a funeral, if you're working on a really intimate elopement that's happening in six weeks time. Every customer goes through the sales funnel and it's up to you to figure out what kind of customer you are working for it's up to you to figure out what kind of customer you are working with and how you want to move them through that sales funnel be aware that every customer within different segments of this market so weddings, workshops, funerals, everyday flowers, simple shop bouquet, the time frame that they're going to be working through is going to be dramatically different. Even if you are only focused on weddings, you will notice that there are going to be different clients that inquire at different stages in their planning process. So this doesn't have to be rocket science. Simply be aware of the fact that your customers are moving through a sales process and that you, as the head of your business, can easily influence the speed at which they move through that process, the efficiency at which they move through that process, and how they go from A to B to C to booking with you. And again, you're going, but Kathleen, I still don't understand how this ties into what link I should use on my Instagram feed. Well, let's pretend. Let us pretend for a minute. We have a prospective bride and she has just landed on your Instagram feed. She is going to do a few things. Three things jump to mind for me. One, she is going to have a quickie flip through your whole feed. She is definitely going to click on a few that draw her attention. She may or may not read the first few lines that you've written in there. Then she's going to scroll down again. She's going to flip through a few more. And if she feels inspired, if she feels like you might be a good fit for her wedding, she is then going to do one of three things. She is going to hit the contact button in your profile because as a business you can set your contact up so that people have the option of calling you or emailing directly from Instagram or she is going to send you a direct message within Instagram or option number three she's going to click on the link in your bio so if we pull this apart a little bit we know your Instagram profile already has a contact me email phone call scenario. So this eliminates the need for your Instagram link, for your one Instagram link, for your single Instagram live link to actively promote and link to a contact me 
call to action, right? That is a complete waste of the fact that you have one Instagram link. Use it wisely. So if it's not a contact me call to action, what should it be? And how do you make the most of that single live link in your bio? The most important thing for you to remember is that your customer is moving through a sales journey. At this point in time, they are actively in your sales funnel. They have landed on your Instagram profile and therefore they are aware of you. It is a given. It is a known. So you know that they have landed inside your sales funnel. It's a bit like trapping an insect, right? You have got them inside your little glass jar. Now, what are you going to do with them? I know that sounds a little bit creepy, but it's a metaphor that works. So we're just going to keep rolling with it. The point is, they have jumped into your sales funnel and you are 100% in control of what happens next. What you are looking to do is help move them down that sales funnel, get them to the point of wanting to inquire with you. And how do you move customers down the sales funnel? One, generate trust. They want to know that you are an active, a live business, and more importantly, that you are capable of doing the job as they see it. You want to win their trust over as quickly as possible. You can do this through recommendations, endorsements from other What you are looking to do is generate trust. Most often you do this through providing social proof that is showing on Instagram that you are busy, that you are active, that other people have booked you to do jobs, that you are playing with flowers, that you are capable of doing the job that they are going to ask you to do. In addition to that, it's about being able to demonstrate your expertise. So show them that you know what's in season, show them that you do installations, show them that you make bouquets, show them that you know how to do styling, whatever services that you want to be offering, those are the things that you need to be featuring on your Instagram feed. And you can absolutely 100% look at your Instagram feed as the new version of setting up your creative portfolio. Use a combination of your story highlights, use IGTV, use the images and the tiles on your Instagram feed to tell a collective story, to demonstrate your expertise, to garner trust with your potential clients, to show that you know what you're doing. So that when they're looking through your Instagram feed, they think, oh, I would like to take this relationship one step further. I would like to knock on the door. 
I would like to go to their website and see what other helpful tools, tips, tricks they might have to help me evaluate this current situation. So here are a few things I would suggest that you actually avoid doing with your live link on your Instagram profile. One, I would avoid simply putting a generic link to the homepage of your website. One of the most beautiful things about websites these days is that they no longer need to follow the single homepage or the single way in approach. You are going to end up with customers who find their way to you and enter your website through different pages on your website. So making sure that all of the content on your website is self-explanatory, self-sufficient, that it's super easy to navigate is really important. And you can use this to your advantage on Instagram. And I will come back to that in a momento. But point number one is I would avoid simply sending them to your homepage on your website because they're probably then just going to see exactly the same information again, right? These guys are asking to take this relationship one step further. They want to take drinks and let's sit down and have a meal, right? And you have just said, let's have more drinks. <laughs> There's so many analogies that we can make to dating, but we won't get distracted. So point number one, avoid sending them to just the generic homepage welcome section on your website. The second thing, do not worry about having to send them or provide them with a link to another contact us option because in your Instagram profile, there is already the option for them to contact you directly, right? So if you decide to take the single URL that's in your Instagram bio and point it to url.com backslash contact us, you have just wasted that single live link. The third thing that I would suggest that you do not do is actually actively promote and push people to your Pinterest page, to your Pinterest profile. You don't need to provide your clients with yet more inspiration. You want to move them down the funnel, not have them continue to float at the top. If you took somebody from your Instagram link and then pushed them over to Pinterest, it's literally like I've opened the door, you've come into the room and now you have just opened the door and they are going to leave, right? They are no longer part of your captive audience. So I would avoid having Pinterest in your links. I would also avoid having generic links to portfolios, blogs, free resources. Remember, your potential client has landed on your Instagram profile. You want to go and take this relationship one step deeper. Give them more information to help them evaluate and make a decision. 
Don't give them more information to simply spark inspiration. Be very aware of the fact that they have landed on your Instagram profile. They like it enough to then click on the live link. What else can you show them to seal the deal? A few ideas come to mind. And I think the general premise here is get specific, right? They have come in. They're obviously aware of the fact that you exist now. They want to take this relationship one step deeper. So how's about you show them what you're capable of? Talk about the specific services you provide. Provide them with a snapshot of how you operate. Talk about your expertise. Showcase your favorite top five, top 10 weddings of the last 12 months. Give them top tips of how to make the most out of your team. Talk about seasonality of flowers. Give them a bigger picture point of view. Really show them the credentials of your business. This is where you can step it up so much because you have complete control over the specific URL that you put in your bio and where that lands people on your website. We have created a page that sits on our website that is literally all the only thing that's on that page is five buttons. So it's my genius, I will say genius, workaround for a link tree. And I didn't have to pay a penny for it. So feel free to steal that idea because I quite like it. We created a page on our website. The page is not found. It is not linked anywhere else on the website. The page is literally only been set up as the call to action landing page for people who have clicked on the link in our bio. And then it divides people who have clicked on the link in our bio between the different segments that we are targeting. So if people are looking for wedding flowers, if people are looking for business coaching, if people are looking for podcast, YouTube, or one of the freebies that I'll talk about on Instagram, it points them directly to where they want to go. It is written in language that is relevant to you as the reader and it provides you with super useful, helpful content to take our relationship to the next level. I highly recommend this approach if you want to do one of two things. If you are attempting to or targeting customers across different segments, by that I mean you're talking about looking to encourage people to order flowers from you for daily deliveries, if you're looking to put on workshops, if you're looking to do funeral around arrangements, if you're looking to do weddings. You can make it so easy, so easy for people who have found you on Instagram to click on the live link in your bio and then they simply are one click away from being pointed to exactly the right content that you want to serve up to them because they have self-selected themselves into one of your categories. So you don't need to go from Instagram bio link to, I'm curious about funeral flowers, to 
generic homepage on your website. You can build and you can create a page on your website that is specific for funeral flowers and giving people information and presenting it in a way that is digestible and helpful and professional to make them go from awareness to inquiry within a matter of minutes, simply by pulling together the right information and presenting it in a step-by-step process because you understand they've gone from Instagram, oh, I'm aware of these people, oh, I'm looking for more information, I'm going to self-select as, oh, I want funerals, oh, hey, I've just landed on a page that talks to me about the funeral offering. Well, gee, oh, and they've made contact us super easy, so I'm just gonna click this button and send them a quick email. Wow, thanks so much. You can see how if you step back and think about it from the customer's point of view, you have such an opportunity with your LinkedIn, with your LinkedIn, you have such an opportunity with your Instagram bio link because you are 100% in control of how and where you push your customer from that link. So all I would ask that you do today is sit down and think about, okay, if somebody's landed on my Instagram profile, what do I want them to do next? You don't need to give them an infinite amount of choice. If you are simply focused on weddings, you can make it so easy for them. If you want to, if you want to be an overambitious eager beaver, you could set up I'm going to skip that bit. All you need to do is sit down and think about it from your customer's point of view. They have landed on your Instagram profile. No doubt they've probably scrolled through a little bit, maybe looked at a couple of your highlights. They're putting their hand up to you to say, oh, hey, oh, hey, lady, I would like to take this relationship one step further. Could you tell me more? So what can you tell them? What can you package up for them and what can you show them and where do you want to point them? And that is the content you're going to create on your website. And while I'm thinking about it, throwing in a few couple thoughts, make sure your website, and I say this out of personal experience in the last four months, (laughs) make sure your website is easily readable and navigatable on mobile. Because remember, people who come from Instagram are going to be on their mobile or they're going to be on a tablet. So remember that that is the experience that your website needs to provide to them. Plus, remember that having a mobile responsive website is going to work in your favor with the Google machine. So you can see how it all comes full circle. Make sure that your website is optimized for mobile and you will win the favor of people who come from your Instagram link. Plus you will win the favor of the Googs. So at the end of the day, The point is you are 100% in control of the sales process and because you are good at what you do, you can set up that process that immediately points customers to the area that they are looking for 100% on your terms. 
make it easy for your customer to click on your Instagram link and for them to buy what it is that you want to sell. They have obviously come into your sales funnel. They're floating at the top. They're floating around in a circle of awareness. They are going to get their feet wet and they're going to want to ask for more information. What do you want to serve up to them to get them to engage with you to get them to take this relationship one step further? Keeping it at its simplest form, all you need to do is find ways to demonstrate your expertise and garner trust. What can you think of that could demonstrate your expertise and or create trust in this relationship? You have a very captive audience. You have a captive lead. You got a live one. All you need to do is reel them in, right? Use this to your advantage and remember that they are moving through a journey, through a path, through a process. Remember, you can absolutely set up your website content so that it immediately responds to or feeds off of the link that you post in your Instagram feed, right? This is why I'm such a massive advocate for being in control of the content on your website because you can set up a custom URL on Instagram that specifically links off to a new page on your website that provides information that is relevant to people who have come from Instagram. I'm telling you what, marketing these days is getting so fun, like so much fun, because if you actually think about, oh, okay, if somebody does discover me on Instagram and they've had a quick look through my images, they may have read a caption or two, what else can I tell them? What else do I need to say to them to move them through this customer journey to get them to inquire with me? Because it is a sales process. So I hope that was very helpful. I hope that you learned a thing or two. No doubt you can always go back, listen to it again and make some notes. And if you're curious about how we've set our Instagram up, just go follow me on Instagram, hit the link in the bio, and then you'll see the different options. And then you can click through and get lost in the tubes, which is great. And if you are listening to this on your mobile device and you do have Happy Snap available, take a screen grab tag me in it and share it on your Instagram stories and I will share it with the world because I am loving seeing what all of you guys are doing, whether you're reflexing roses, walking the dog, making a funeral arrangement, contemplating your life choices, driving to the market, driving home the market. I see all of you. I do see all of you and I love you for all of it. And I hope you have a beautiful day and I will talk to you all later. Bye for now. Thanks so much for hanging in and joining me on today's super fun-filled flower podcast extravaganza. I get asked a lot by all the flower fairies from around the world how you can get more of the good stuff from me. So thought I would just take a few minutes and let you in on the four different ways that you can get more of the good stuff, the four ways that you can work with me directly. In no particular order, 
Method number one is signing up for one-on-one online coaching. Yes, I understand I am based in a small town in Australia. You may be in Russia, Brazil, Canada, someplace in one of the beautiful United States of America, Singapore, India, Spain. I've lost count. So many countries. So if you want to, you can sign up for a six-week intensive, learn all the things about business with me. Second option. I'm so excited. We are going to be hosting a very small number of in-person retreats through 2020. First one is scheduled for April 2020 here in the Southern Highlands. Going to be a small number of people who are allowed to come. We are all going to be staying in the same house. I will have my professional photographer with us. We will be setting up two styled shoots. All of your food, all of your accommodation is taken into consideration and it's all paid for. And there are going to be so many flowers. So we can explore designs, talk about what it's like to go foam free, learn all of my infinitely practical tips, tricks, how to spend so much time flowering. And I will be hosting specific trainings around pricing, branding, how to sell like a boss, all of the things that I know are on your mind. And link for that is in the show notes. Method number three is the business masterclass. And we are having such a good time through this current season of the business masterclass. We are opening it up again for registration. The class will begin in January, 2020. It will be the most cost-effective way to work with me, and it is all hosted online. It includes live training sessions, live Q&As. We are going to be making some evolutions to the content, so it will include me talking at you, and we are going to be teaching on branding, conquering pricing, sales, understanding your customer, getting into the right mindset, how to grow your team, how to get shit done. Oh, it's something that I wish existed five years ago and it didn't and now it does and it is my gift to the world. So you're welcome. Finally, if you are in Australia or if you are brave enough to take the trip to Australia, we can sign up for a full day, one day intensive workshop with me here in the Southern Highlands. Beautiful lunch, a few glasses of wine or not, it's up to you, an abundance of blooms and again exploring all of the foam free how-to. So we'll talk about how to make bouquets, things to do in terms of your wiring tricks, tips, hacks, how to make bridal table features. We set the day up so that it's totally specific to what you want to learn. And hopefully that's helpful. All the links are in the show notes. And I will ask in return, if you are finding all of this shizzle helpful, please go into iTunes, leave a review, even if all you can handle is a simple emoji, thumbs up, a heart, unicorn, musical notes, you know, whatever floats your boat. It would mean the world to me. All the links are in the show notes. If in doubt, go to our website and it will all be there. And I hope you have a beautiful afternoon. Talk to you all later.